I'm Marianne Kolbesak McGee, Executive Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with Michael Erickson, CISO of Baptist Health, which has locations in Kentucky and Southern Indiana, about his organization's approach to zero trust and the steps that they're taking to bolster defenses against rogue device attacks. So Michael, for starters, I understand that Baptist Health recently deployed a new layer of defense against rogue device attacks by hackers, including those that evade traditional threat detection tools. What sorts of rogue device attacks are we talking about? Great question. What we think of a rogue device could be any kind of a digital device that's an unauthorized device that comes in contact with our environment. So like most organizations, we're always looking for different layers of, of technology, new layers of defense. We also follow the innovation cycles of penetration testers, advanced penetration testing tools. And we've been seeing this increase in the number of low cost and highly effective tools in that market that are they're designed to look like benign peripheral devices. So they're very easy to use to conduct simulated intrusions. So we believe that it's also possible for threat actors to use those tools to conduct those same types of opportunities. So Michael, tell me a little bit about your new layer of defense against these potential rogue device attacks. What did you deploy? So we're working with a company called Sepio, and they have a solution that provides a layer of hardware access controls. So when we think about rogue device detection, Traditionally, we're looking at the activity of devices and trying to detect when a device is actually conducting some sort of unwanted activity. Sepio has a solution that allows us to actually monitor the existence of devices, even down to the peripheral level, including mice and keyboards and wireless devices. So it's, it's a very novel solution, and it's helping us increase our visibility at a new layer of the organization, including the network. So, Michael, how does this latest edition work to help protect medical devices in your organization? So, well, medical device is similar to any kind of Internet of Thing device, a, a device that's built for a single purpose that may not be a full traditional computer. So, Sepio has tools that can monitor the network activity between those devices and our core systems and allows us to see if, if there's any type of rogue device that's following that device or in proximity to that device. Uh, so it's adding a, a layer of visibility for us that we can keep track of lots of different types of things, including building control systems, medical devices, and other internet of things. What precipitated you deciding to add this new layer of defense? Was it sort of the move to more people working remotely, you know, the surge in the attacks we've been seeing on the healthcare sector? What sort of prompted you to decide that this is what we should do? So like I mentioned before, we look at look at the innovation cycle on, on in the advanced pen testing tools, and we were seeing these devices and thinking about how to defend against those types of attacks. And it's interesting, we're, we're really focused on reducing the opportunity. So rather than focusing on the prevalence of the attacks and focusing on maybe the threats that you're seeing in the news, we are focused on just understanding what's possible and what opportunities people have to cause harm and adding layers of defense to, to prevent those types of intrusions. So now how does this fit into your overall zero trust strategy? I like that question too. Zero trust is something that we apply in all kinds of different layers of the organization. So just like we've done with authentication and we have two-factor authentication too, 
zero trust is an authentication mechanism. It's trying to confirm that the device or the person or the activity is something that's authorized to occur. So when we looked at our asset inventories, we look at our threat detection capabilities. This is one area using Sepio's tool that we could add a layer of authentication at a device layer. And really it's not a, a one size fits all, it's, it's one layer of the organization. So we can apply that concept in lots of different ways. So now how does this solution sort of decipher between a so-called rogue device that maybe a hacker might be using versus something that's legit, whether it's something that's being used in one of your remote offices, something in the medical centers, something maybe by even a you know, home worker because you know their, their job has been moved remotely? Well, I think as far as the details go, it, that's a great question for Sepio, but but the way we see it is it's it's allowing us to fingerprint a device and we can track the usage of that device. So it's actually looking at each individual component, each individual device and giving it a, a digital fingerprint. And then we can see the activity of that device and see how many times it's connecting and where it's connecting. And that allows us to put a risk score around that and allows us to have more visibility into places, especially in our work from home situation. So Michael, in the bigger picture, what sorts of other new security challenges or evolving security challenges has the pandemic presented to your team? Well, I mentioned the shift from to work from home. I think that's something that's common for lots of businesses. So for us, not being able to physically be in where people's office equipment is, or we're deploying particular equipment to people's homes, that's one of the reasons we've appreciated this uh, Sepio solution, because it's allowing us to have an additional layer of protection for those instances. And looking ahead to 2022, what else is on the top of your security priority and projects list? We have a multitude of initiatives, probably too many to mention, but the three that I can think of that are most prevalent right now, we're definitely focused a lot on education and awareness for our workforce helping people understand social engineering attacks, helping people understand how to avoid impact from those types of situations. We're working quite heavily on threat detection and response and also focused a lot on business continuity. I think it's important for us to all prepare and continually test the effectiveness of our controls. And finally, in terms of 2022, any predictions for what we might see in the healthcare sector when it comes to cyber trends? I know, for instance, this year we see a lot of ransomware attacks. We're seeing extortion for exfiltrated data that's been stolen. Anything that keeps you up at night in particular? Well, I think our entire sector, I think we're going to see a lot more investment in cybersecurity. I think we, we're going to see additional innovation, and I think we'll, we'll see additional defense mechanisms and opportunities for organizations across the sector to come together and help protect critical infrastructure from these bad actors. Thank you, Michael. I've been speaking to Michael Erickson. I'm Marianne Kolbasek-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for joining us.